Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read to what we did, and what we do. You know, stuff and junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. And uh, by the time we were releasing this episode, I mean, we're recording this episode on the uh, the 17th of this week. And we are going to be talking about Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And me and Jamming did watch it both in theaters. Mm-hmm. But uh, some of you listeners are waiting for Netflix, but we are releasing this episode hours before Netflix gets it. So, mm-hmm. so there. <laughs> yeah, so instead of... So instead of uh, Instead of waiting the week, the the one week to watch it on Netflix for essentially more or less for free, mm-hmm. uh, I went ahead and not only did I pay uh, ten bucks for my own ticket, I paid uh, another ten bucks for my nephew's ticket and an additional six dollars for uh, for popcorn and candy. And uh, and the reason why I mentioned all that is because it, it, it factors into my my review. It factors into my enjoyment of of said movie. I I, I, mean? I question whether why you brought your nephew <laughs> to this movie of all things, but okay. Uh, Sure, whatever. But anyways, uh, yeah, so we are talking about Army of the Dead. Uh, for you, those of you who will watch it in theaters, uh, go ahead and keep listening. For those of you waiting for Netflix, just wait. For, just uh, pause it to get to the spoiler section. Wait for Netflix, yeah. Definitely yeah. wait for Netflix to drop that movie. Uh, there we go then. Yeah, so the, the yeah. question before we go to spoilers is, Jamein, uh, do you recommend people to watch this movie? <laughs> <laughs> if I watched it on Netflix, I, did, I actually did the math. I pay like $18 a month. For the premium Netflix service, so that averages about to be about one dollar seventy cents per day. And if I would have paid that to watch it this Friday, it would have been worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact that I paid twenty some odd, almost thirty dollars to watch it, it was, it was it was not worth it. It's not. I was thinking about I I, I was going to give it like a marginal thumbs up. I think it's just because, but there's one specific scene, one specific action in the third act that happens, and mm-hmm. when I was thinking about that 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 decision, and I realized. The fact that uh, I feel a certain way about that decision, I, uh, I, I'm going to vote thumbs down. It's not a good movie. I'm thumbs down. I'm, I'm wavering between a B or B minus. So I'm a little bit more yeah. generous than you. But yeah. I am wavering between a B or yeah. B minus. And for me, that's a big <laughs> deal because that's either, in my review, the I saw the yeah. movie blog, it's either an, I yeah. enjoyed it or yeah. liked it. By now, by, yeah. the time, by the time this episode comes out, I would have already written that review so you can see yeah. what I said. But right now, I haven't finished reading, yeah. writing the review, so I don't know yet. Either I enjoyed yeah. it or I just liked it. So, On one hand, it's poorly written, it's poorly directed, it's poorly uh, well, uh, the characters are poorly underdeveloped and stuff like that. Well, but on the other hand, that opening montage is fantastic. If he can make an entire movie of just Zack Snyder's slow motion montage, <laughs> I would do that. I just go for that. Just you know, what I mean? just yeah, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> I I I I kind I kind of agree with that. I mean, Zack Snyder is really good with montages. He's like the king of montages, man. Yeah, I swear. Just do a slow montage for the entire movie. Just do that. You know, just go for it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Do, do we really give all the credit in the world to Zack Snyder for the montages, or is it the editor, or what? But well, uh, did you see the opening credits? He gave himself credit for everything. He, I think he's the, <laughs> I think he's the director. A uh, uh, co-screenwriter, the he did photography, which is weird because he usually he he usually has uh the Filipino guy Larry Fong, mm-hmm. his buddy, of uh, being a photographer, and I think he gave himself editing credit too and stuff like that. So he's it's a one man show, but it's a one man show. It, it makes sense because the, the Snyder cut was hella long, and yeah. this one is much longer than it had to be. That's oh for yeah, sure. you, you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so once again, I mean, I, I know we're kind of crapping it now before we we get the spoilers, but. I liked it more than John Wayne did. Okay, so there, yeah. there are things about this movie that I did like. So, mm-hmm. so I'll leave it at that. If you're a fan of zombie movies, you may as well watch it. 
So uh, if you're a fan of zombie movies and Zack Snyder, watch his uh, earlier zombie movie. Uh, yes, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is still better. Yeah, it is still better. I, I will say this: it is the of his recent movie. This is better than any of the uh, the DC uh, movies that he's made recently and stuff like. That. This one actually, he actually decided to use colors. He actually decided not to desaturate the entire movie and stuff like that. And make it like a you know what I mean? It, there's actually colors and you know there's actually lighting in That's this one. So. A good point, actually. This is yeah. the most focused Zack Snyder movie since probably Watchmen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, because yeah, a lot of his movies were were he he's he has down to like he's become like the George Lucas of the thing where everybody keeps saying yes to him. It seems like yeah. So and he's he's kind of like um un, not unhinged but off the chain. No wait, I don't know what, what word yeah. what word we're looking for here. I don't know. He does need he does. <laughs> I, I think we're trying to say he does need pushback. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. This does. This is a completely. Un, this is not one of those Netflix movies that they kind of bought from a different studio or whatever. This is a completely uh, gone through like Netflix's system, right? And there are decisions that that were made in this movie where a, a producer, a strong producer, would have pushed back and said, "You know what? Maybe don't do that. You know, yeah, what I mean? maybe not so much. Maybe develop this a little bit more." Because Netflix has been known to be kind of like do your thing kind of situation. Yeah. So just yeah, whatever dream project a director or writer has. Bring it to Netflix, and there won't be any pushback. You know, what I mean, they'll just yeah. let you, just let them do your thing. I'm thinking about what do you call it? uh, was that Coen Brothers anthology movie and stuff like that? You oh, know what right, mean? Just, right, right, that, right. That sort that of thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No pushback, no notes, kind of thing. And, and yeah, this, Netflix is the best example of saying there's a reason why some produce some studios give you notes. <laughs> Did you ever see that? I'm a fan of Paul Greengrass. Like I loved his Born movies and stuff like uh-huh. that, and then I loved uh, Flight. Uh, was this flight ninety one or something like that? But he did like a Netflix uh, movie like uh, called July twenty second or twenty two or something about the massacre in Norway. And that's another one where I felt like maybe maybe a couple of notes here. Maybe just uh, let's see, let's ease up on this. You know what I mean? So anyway, anyways, we should we should go yeah. ahead and hop yeah. into spoilers. So for those of you who watch in the theaters, yeah, keep listening. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, Netflix is going to be available, so it'll be practically free from you. So yeah. Here we go. Let's go ahead and jump into spoilers. It is now time for us to have this discussion with spoilers, with spoilers. Here's your warning. It's time for spoilers. Time for spoilers. 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 Here comes the spoilers. Time for spoilers. 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 Lurs. 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 Oh. 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 You should oh, actually. You should do a bit where you, you sing in the middle of it. You get jumped by a zombie. Like, oh God! I got killed. <laughs> All right. So spoilers for Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. The Snyder mm-hmm. cut. The 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 only Snyder cut for yeah, Army of the Dead. <laughs> Oh, I, I, it's been a, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a week since the release in the theater. I want to. Has he bitched about it yet? Has he complained about this is not being his cut? No, yet? no, no, no. It's, he, it's all his. Remember, part of the marketing is that that this is the ultimate cut. You uh, know, there, there is no Snyder Snyder cut. This is uh, the only cut you'll see because we're sure we're yeah. sure he's happy with this. It's yeah, okay. Hopefully, right? hopefully. Oh, uh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to mention. Um, part of the appeal of going seeing this in theaters is that. I got to see how a Netflix movie will play in the big screen. Like I was wondering, mm-hmm. are they going to have like Netflix movies for the previews? And mm-hmm. then just seeing the big giant and a Netflix on the big screen would be nice. 
So well, what, to, we should to, uh, we should clarify the N word he's talking about. You're talking about is Netflix. The correct. Other <laughs> yeah. So so, so so two things are learned. Uh, previews are exactly the same. There's no Netflix yeah. previews. It's just like yeah, a regular exactly. movie. Like, yeah. What the heck? Yeah. What, what a waste of an opportunity. Secondly, yeah. Netflix actually has like their own theatrical end symbol uh, logo yeah. thingy. So that was <laughs> kind of weird. Edward. It's still say Edward. Yeah. So so in, in TV, it's you see the N and then mm-hmm. you see the colors, right? Yeah, exactly. In the theater, mm-hmm. you see the colors first and then mm-hmm. you see the N. The thing I miss out the most is the boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like so yeah, yeah. I kind of wish. I kind of yeah. watch. I wanted to hear that in the that theater surround sound thing, and mm-hmm. they didn't. They didn't yeah. do that. So what the hell? Actually, this is this is your first time. This is my second time because remember I saw The Irishman, Correct. which is another example of a complete Netflix uh, movie and stuff. Another one where the I think the director got a little out of hand there. But anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, spoilers, mm-hmm. spoilers. So, yeah. So uh, jumping, go ahead. Oh, sorry. That was my my eye watch. <laughs> go ahead. Tots. Oh, oh tots. this is yes. going to be a really weird tangent. This is going, to be, but I'll, I'll be connected. Did you ever see? Uh, it's a late seventies, eighties movie called Orca. Did you ever see that movie? I remember Orca. Yes. Do you remember the premise of Orca? A killer whale. <laughs> and what happens with the ki- killer whale? Killer whale. He, he wants re- he wants revenge against a uh, a boatsman, right? Well, what did that uh, that uh, that fisherman do? He uh, killed. Also, uh, it's a spoiler for like a forty year old movie. But he that Orca. That, I mean, I'm sorry, that fisherman. Hunted and killed a female orca, and when he cut the belly open, the the it, you find out the the, the female was uh the uh, was, pregnant. was pregnant. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And as I was watching the third act of of this Army of the Dead, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, right? This is this is from the movie Orca and stuff. Like They're ripping off a, <laughs> a, 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 a B movie from the 80s or the 70s. It's weird. Anyway, yeah. anyway, my whole thing is yeah, go, go. You're yeah. the, you're the thing. I'll start with the positive stuff. That opening montage is fantastic and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know what I mean? It, that's all the action, all the violence and stuff like that. It's fantastic. They, he did a weird thing where the main characters kind of pose uh, with a portrait of what their life was like before and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's real artsy. It's really kind of out there. That's really good and stuff like that. So that's positive. And now, there's a couple of action sequences, especially now, the one. Hold on. Before, before you move on, um, the, the opening montage now, is the opening montage considered a spoilers for the TV show? I I, I would imagine so. Or the the prequel the, the prequel they're about to do, right? Right, the prequel TV show, which I guess yeah. the, the the montage covers. I'm like, wait a minute. So are they yeah. spoiling the TV show? Then what's the point? It does feel like a couple of the characters that were actually killed off in that opening montage will be back in the in the in the cartoon, right? That's what the I animated mean. So they have yeah. the, the TV show has all these other actors. And we don't see them, so so what the heck? I'm okay with. I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm assuming there's there's a, there's there's something to mine there. I guess there's something because I don't know how long it takes for them to, to uh, move those shipping containers and seal off uh, of Vegas and stuff. But I think there's some stuff there. Yeah. There's some stuff you but, can do. But I do like the idea that the opening montage covers a previous movie or whatever, and yeah. then this is like kind of like a pseudo sequel to that movie that you just mm-hmm. kind of saw in a montage. So yeah, it's a really good. Uh, opening. I mean, it sets up the movie pretty. I mean, pretty elegantly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the zombie thing. Vegas is sealed off because because when I watched the first trailer, one of the questions I had was like, why would they go in there and steal two hundred fifty million dollars? You, you you think in a zombie apocalypse and the economy has collapsed? You know what I mean? Why would they have anything to do? You know, why would they need money? But then you real, then as I was watching, you realize only Vegas is sealed off, so it does make sense that the entire world's economy didn't collapse and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I like that. And there's a couple of action sequences that's really well done. Uh, the the one I'm thinking about is the the uh, 
it's the lady that that get killed in, in, in like in the earlier on in the movie. You know what I mean? When the where she gets led the wrong way and stuff like that, oh, and then yeah. she gets kind of, she gets trapped. And then I you know I love it when the the entire room is dark, and then the only light you see is the you know the 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 gunfire, the muzzle, the, the the chamber. You know what I mean? The gunfire. I like that. You yeah. know what I mean? That 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 was one of the best sequences in the movie. That, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Scene. Yeah, I do like and, that one. And I think that's about it. Honestly. You think that's about it? <laughs> I think that's about I'm it. I'm struggling <laughs> to think of anything else I really like. Well, well I mean, I mean, else... okay. I mean, speaking of montage sequences, there's the montage of getting the crew together. Yeah, I didn't like it's, that. I kind of, it, it kind of like flashback to Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, My... I'm like, is is Zack Snyder the new Michael Bay? <laughs> like, like, what's yeah. going on here? My problem with that montage where, where you do that thing where you collect all the the, the people that are involved in the, in the in the heist, whatever. But my whole thing is like, what do, do they all live within uh, like a fifty mile radius of Vegas? What's mm-hmm. going on here? You know what I mean? Because in that montage, in like Ocean's Eleven and all that stuff, you, you usually travel the, the uh, travel the, the globe, uh, the globe, travel the, the 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 United States. But then you realize it's because they have like a forty eight hour window. And then you kind of realize, why are they waiting until the last minute? But then the movie actually kind of answers that. You know, they aren't trying it necessarily in a 40-hour window. It's just that he's tried it many times, the, the, the Japanese the casino owner. You know what I mean? But anyway, I, th- I, I thought that that I guess, is fine. When they gather in crew, that's fine. You know what I mean? Okay. So you have, yeah. you have no other positive things to say about this movie? <sighs> well, you, uh, why don't you go ahead? I'll, 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 I'll pick up anything I, I might have forgot. Well, I mean, list, the, the for, for, like. first thing that comes off of my, of my head is Dick Nuttaro. Yeah, she's good. She's a, she's fantastic in this one, but then but she's yeah. playing herself essentially. But she is yeah. she is fantastic playing herself, which is yeah. the same character she plays in Star Trek Discovery. You know, it was yeah. like, but it, it's it's and what surprised me, and apparently you weren't surprised. I read an article from about Army of the Dead, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, she was CG'd on the movie? Yeah, apparently she had no interaction with the rest of the cast. It was completely uh, CGI then because the original actor. Uh, what's his name? Chris D'Elia. Uh, Chris D'Elia, yeah. whatever. Yeah, he's been uh, recently canceled and rightfully. I don't mean that. I don't mean canceled in the dismissive, the uh, uh, dismissive way. Mm-hmm. But he was legitimately canceled for legitimate reasons, stuff like that. So they filmed the movie like a year ago, and they, he Zack Snyder because after what happened to what was revealed about Chris D'Elia, he got digitally removed with TIG and stuff. Like that. And again, again, this is completely based on reshoots. I don't think I didn't read the article in full, but. They, none of the original cast came back, right? None. It, it was completely wow. That's a yeah. So so basically, if you re- if I rewatched it, I'll be looking yeah. at all the tells pretty much. But there was one mm-hmm. thing that I did notice while I was watching it, not knowing this fact, was mm-hmm. that it always seemed like the green screen was kind of off when she was yeah. on the screen. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, I was gonna write I was gonna write it off like, oh, the blue screen, green screen for the whole movie is kind of off. Yeah. But yeah. now that I think about it, it, it was probably just because of her. Yeah, I knew it uh, going in, so I was kind of looking for it. So I'm, you know, what I mean, so it, to me, like I would say, it was hit and miss. So there were some scenes that, especially like in a dark, you can hide it better. It's, it didn't seem that obvious, but there were other scenes where, where, uh, where it's kind of obvious that she was kind of like, you know, she didn't match everybody else. You know what I mean? And I, w- I was texting Albert uh, like ninety. Per- uh, one of the things that bothered me the most about this movie is like like ninety percent of the movie was out of focus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This like this real weird focusing issue with yeah. the movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I I want to say maybe this, that's the reason why. Uh, the reason why is because it was maybe some sort of post thing where he made it intentionally out of focus so she can he can hide the TIG stuff easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can disguise it as an artistic choice 
quote unquote, yeah. versus the fact that you're hiding the, the her being inserted into it's it. Like, but yeah, it's, it's a filter. It, it's a filter. It's a filter. Quote. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just annoying. Especially with scenes where if you, if you're gonna do this for, uh, for artistic reason, you have to make it like part of the story. Part of a, uh, you have to use it minimally. But the, one of the biggest times I saw the thing out of focus was the where, where there they meet the Japanese guy. He's just describing the heist. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just people in a room talking, and it's like all out of focus, like. What's going on here? What's happening here? Uh, not another good uh, sequence that that he did mm-hmm. with the intercutting mm-hmm. between between the 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 visualize the visualization of the plan, and then into the the hangar where they're talking about it. Oh yeah, well you think it, it's it's he's describing their future action. They kind of he he kind of they kind of yeah. I yes. thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Oh, one good thing. Another thing I liked was it's a bit of a tangent uh, at the safe. Uh, at the safe where mm-hmm. they see dead bodies of the previous people that have gone in. Yeah. And then the, the I'm sorry to say the black guy, I forgot his name, but he tells the safe guy, the German, the, the safe guy, oh, what if, uh, what if they're trapped in a time loop? You know what I mean? What if the the dead people here are, are, is us? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of, I thought that was kind of, I thought that was kind of neat. You know what I mean? It's a bit of a kind of a random thing that happens. It turns, it's a little of an artistic flourish. Yeah. I, 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 but, I that like I said, yeah. If they were editing this movie down, which because it's like a two, almost two and a half hour long movie, and yeah. it's not that that part would have been cut, because I mean that's like a waste of a minute essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's a good bit. It's a good bit. It's a good bit though. It is a good yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, but but that, that's a, that's a bit that somebody could have just made a whole movie about essentially. Yeah, I mean, do we, do we have yet our uh, time loop zombie movie yet? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Do we, I mean, I'm, no, I'm not really asking. Do no, we I have? don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. Because, you know, the time of movies, they, they're, they're tackling all the genres. So mm-hmm. it makes you wonder if there is a zombie time loop movie yet. Mm-hmm. Or a heist. Or uh, better yet, it would, uh, would be a heist one. A, a time loop heist movie. You know what I mean? Because that seems like it's it's kind of set up for a, a good time loop. You know what I mean? True. Because every time you do the heist, you fail and you go back in time and do it again. So Yeah, that'd be like a video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, what else? what else positive? Uh, positive. So, Tino Caro, Natar is one of them. Um, I mean, I like Dave Bautista in this. I mean, I mean, he, he's not doing a lot of heavy lifting, but but yeah. he's good at it. He's solid. The, I don't the, think he's the, served the, very well. I think he needs a, a a strong director to get the best performance out of him. I don't think, I don't think this is that far. I him. think you know he's as far as he goes, actually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, Drax, Drax is the best he can do. As no, why? I think. I think a couple examples would be tracks. Number one, I think the other example is uh, uh, 1949, uh, Blade Runner, 1949. I think. Oh right, that, he was in that one, wasn't he? He was really, really good in that one. He was only in there for like a minute. And he he was really good in that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I I I, I, I it's that's part of my negative. I I, I I haven't brought it up yet, but but I just don't think uh, the director and the writer helped any of the actors out. You know what I mean? I felt like they, they, they were kind of left on, on their own devices and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think, I thought they did a lot of, they made a lot of choices that sort of undermined the actors. And one of them is like Dave Fatisa's character. Like one of the first things you find out about Dave Fatisa is like the, the, the plan scheme is for him to get $50 million. You know what I mean? Correct. And that from that $50 million, he gets to divide it any way he likes. The fact that he, as that montage you mentioned earlier, as he's getting the crew together, as that thing goes goes on, he's giving less and less money to each crew member. Correct. That does not help your character. That does not make your audience empathize or like that character. You realize, hey man, he's kind of th- these guys are risking their lives, and he's not giving them the fair share. That's undermining a character. I think that's a bad decision. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I mean, we 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 could go on with uh, with the whole ideology of the movie l- later on. 
I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll see it up to the end. Oh, just, just oh, you think, oh, you think Zeus had anything to do with it? You think that, that hotel name in Olympus had anything to do with the ideology? <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it towards the end. Remind me Good about that. Lord. Uh, the, the other thing I like, oh, I like the daughter, Ella Purnell. I thought, I thought out of all the actors, I think yes. she was pretty damn solid, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, that's another, I'm glad you brought her up. I think that's another example of the director and writer not serving the actors very well. You know what I mean? Okay. I just think it's a horrible... I mentioned earlier in my, in my earlier comments, there's a decision that a character makes in the third act that really tips the scale as far as me thinking it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. And this is it. The, the fact that the character <laughs> decided to leave the group and go find the other uh, the people that she wanted to find, I think that... The fact that... I, here's the thing. The fact that I wanted her... Not to, I wanted the group to leave her behind, that I wanted her to fail, that I didn't care about if they rescued her or not. Mm-hmm. That tips the scale to me as far as this is a bad movie. Because I did not care for that character. She's, she's bratty, she's selfish. You know what I mean? I did not, it's just, I mean, what was she going to do? Was she going to really go into an empty hotel room full of hundreds of rooms, dozens of, of, uh, of levels, and find two people and all that? You know Mag- what, I mean? what was yeah, her plan? Yeah. No, yeah. no, yeah, and, no I, I agree that it is like a, Huge leap of fate of coincidence that, that she's, she happens to you know yes. find them at wherever floor she is. And, and there's another sign of bad writing and stuff like that. The fact, so what motivates her and what makes you, what they think um, will have the audience sympathize with her is the fact that the, in the earlier scenes, you find out they're in this quarantine area. I don't know why they're in quarantine after like three, three or four years after the Vegas thing. Uh, the right. v- v- Vegas. I have no idea why they're in quarantine. Anyway, the fact that the, the reason why you're supposed to uh, sympathize with her is because this single mother needs money. She's she's in she's obviously like some sort of like a, a what do you call it? a refugee quote unquote and stuff like that. And the fact that she's a Hispanic. But the thing is, to me, that whole that whole thing is like very uh, condescending. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to sympathize and feel bad for just simply because you know the, she's a single mother, she's a minority, and then she's in. You know what I mean? I think that's really condescending. The characters are not really fleshed out. They're not three dimensional people. They're not real people you know, i felt you know what i mean that's so anyway that's the reason why uh i again i think the writing and director really didn't help the actors here they put them in a really bad position but this is a, a Zack snyder original though and this this kind of falls in line with Zack snyder originals yeah. that, that, that's the, part of it too that, then, then you're leaving down the path where i'm saying you know matt you know matt he's not a very good director he's not a very good writer you know what i mean he, it's all surface level stuff with him you know what i mean like i said he's telling the audience he he wants he wants a simp- He wants the audience to empathize and have sympathy for characters that are completely undeserved. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's well, not earned. I mean, I mean, like I said, really? I, did, I, I mean, that moment. I, I'm just no, no. The, the thing that you, no, did what, you really care that if they, if Drax tracks, if Dave Bautista finds his daughter, if they live or die, did you really care? No. The, yeah. The thing is, though, is that 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 is what we think. That is not what he thinks. Remember, Zack Snyder is a diehard libertarian. Yeah, a lot of the characters that he writes in his movies are very libertarian-like. Yeah, but he's—he, I don't—I don't, I, all that stuff doesn't really matter because I'm here. I'm just here reviewing his, his movie and stuff like that. Yeah, but the, the point, I understand how he, I understand how he thinks. The, 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 the thing is though is that like 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 basically the whole. I mean, um, did you watch the video essay that I posted? A, a, a few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it right, and it explains yeah. like how much of a libertarian Zack Snyder is, yeah, yeah. and how mm-hmm. it affects the storytelling yeah. of his thing. And yeah. that, that's all I could think about when I was watching this movie, actually. Yeah. So essentially, if you're a character who actually looks out for other people, you're going to die. If you're a mm-hmm. character who acts on your own because, you know, you're a libertarian, you're going to live, which is the girl. She acts yeah. on her own. She lived at the end, right? Yeah. Everybody else who cared about somebody died. 
right? No. Which is a philosophical, ideological kind of kind of way of thinking. They they, mm-hmm. they even put the line there about how how they have the most freedom in that qu- in that zombie zone because there is no government. The bad yeah. guys are the government because the government is bad for a lot of libertarians. So there's, there's this whole little ideology stuff that's all over the place in this movie. Yeah. And, and, the pro- and, the, and the issue and the issue of that is like, uh, besides the fact that I just don't find it very compelling, I don't feel mm-hmm. very interesting storytelling and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, just a fundamental disagreement. It's just, the, the other thing is, you're just shoehorning your beliefs Correct. into a story, into a thing that doesn't, Absolutely. That does, doesn't make any sense. Like I said, it's usually I mean, if I missed uh-huh. Hence the Snyder Cut, right? Yeah. The, hence the whole Batman v Superman thing. That's the that's the whole reason why we don't seem to under, get it because we don't I, we don't really agree with the, with the ideology. Yeah, but as far as getting it and as far and finding it interesting or compelling storytelling, these are all different things. I mean, he, a, a director or any storyteller can have their beliefs. That's fine and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But do I do I have to find it interesting? Do I have to find it? Uh, what no, you of course not. Uh, no, you know, I yeah. find it personally when a, a, a director or a writer or any piece of art uh, has these beliefs, but has contradictions. Has, you know what I mean? Has self doubt. Has have curiosity to explore his his or her own themes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? I just don't find it interesting where a guy is steadfast or he's like you know a hundred percent. It has to be this way or it's not interesting. Or, you know what I mean? That's my whole thing. My other thing is, just just getting back to this movie. Did they ever? Excuse me if I missed it, but did they ever explain why after so many? Because they saw it's been a few years since the zombie apocalypse hit Vegas. Did they? Did these people had to still be in quarantine? No, did they, they did not. There was no celebration. Yeah. I I thought it was months at most until yeah. until somebody mentioned years. years I'm right? like, wait, yeah, what? Right. Why are you still in quarantine? Then yeah. it's like, what the hell? <laughs> Uh, another question I, I wanted to say. So the whole thing is the big reveal at the end is the guy, uh, the Japanese guy, sends this guy this mole into it, into into the group and into it. He says he just wants the a zombie so he can weaponize it and all that Correct. stuff, right? Yeah. Did they ever establish the fact that it had to be that female alpha zombie that no. he, he wants? No, I, yeah, I, I think I think it was just the one character. You know, he pretty much like I'm gonna get that person kind of thing. yeah. Because the coyote, uh, it seemed like the ki- only the coyote, the only the coyote character who who's actually my favorite character. Only she knew the hierarchy of what was going on inside Vegas, Correct. right? Correct. So my whole thing is, why did they go through all of that? Because they established earlier that the guy, the guy from the YouTube page, can get in there and just shoot uh, zombies left and right. Why couldn't it just be any of those random zombies and stuff? Oh wait, like, wait, why wait. They- oh wait, no, no. You know, I think I got it now. Uh, earlier uh-huh. in the movie, uh, the coyote did mention. That that she's the alpha, even right. though we know that she's not, right? Right. But, but apparently, none of them knows that that there's an there's an actual alpha and not her. Yeah, so I think, but that's I think what I'm that's, saying. So I think I think that's the reason why that, that one guy went ahead and got her because right. he thought that she was the alpha. But did he go into Vegas thinking that he could get any random uh, zombie? You know what I mean? That's that's that, you know what I mean? Because you know, all yeah. the decisions, all the decisions were. Going into it, into this mission was based on the fact that they needed a zombie. You know what I mean? Right. I think I think it's just one of those cases where it's a backstory that they don't. They just it's, mi- just, it's a mystery box kind of thing, I guess. My, my problem is the, the story, the foundation of the story doesn't make any sense. And also, just sticking to this character, the fact that he didn't have to trap all those people, you know, to escape with that head. You know what I mean? Right. The fact that you know what I mean, he could just let. I mean, the fact that they're they're in a city surrounded by zombies. They could have. He could have used the extra gun. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He could have just left with all of them, gave them the money, regardless of the money and stuff like that. You know what I mean. That's number one. Number two, 
they mentioned earlier that there were other groups that went in there trying to get the money and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They also established the fact that that guy was that Japanese guy's right hand man. Does that mean that Japanese guy has lost a bunch of right hand men? You know I, guess I, mean? so. I guess you know so. What I'm saying? It's like, what's going on here? It's like I guess overly so. complicated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my other over, overarching problem with this uh, movie, with the direction and the acting and stuff like that, like the, the premise of any movie, the purpose of any movie is to make you believe that whatever situation you, you, you see is is that you know what i mean it's like they're in that moment they're in it you know what i mean mm-hmm. the fact that it never felt like these most of these characters had any sense of urgency any fact that they feared for their life yeah. really it stuck out you know what i mean I, i'm thinking about two things in particular the fact that the one where drax is upstairs pouring the gasoline having a heart to your heart with his daughter yeah. and stuff like that it's yeah. like what are you doing guys what are you what's going on here mm-hmm. we're in a zombie apocalypse you sound you're surrounded by death everywhere and, stuff like that. and yeah. you're talking you're having this slow drawn out conversation that's the one where they need to edit they need to edit yeah. that part out you know what i mean no no i totally and, agree every every yeah. the, everything every all those moments and there are a lot of those moments in this movie yeah completely stops the movie and i'm like seriously guys like yeah. let's just why are we doing this Let, let's just move on with the story like yeah. why and are we doing this there's a second scene can you get can see do you have a second one because i have a second one Oh, uh, the the one with the um, the Ger- well, I already mentioned the the, the the is he is he German? He's able to be German, right? Yeah, it's German. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the okay, the European guy, the European guy, and and, and the black guy, <laughs> and no. Van der Rohe, Van der Rohe, Van der Rohe. Yeah, <laughs> I think Apologies. his name is Van der right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's a, here. Yeah, there's a, there's 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 the, there's that other one right there, and then no, but my, the, I, go ahead. What's your second? My one? My second example of this, the urgency, the pacing is all off, is the one where they find out that instead of 24 hours, they get one, one and a half hour yeah. to get out. And they got the safe open. They're leaving. The, they're taking the money out. And then they find out the daughter's gone too. And stuff. And the uh, Drax's right-hand woman stops in the middle of all of this, all this right. new information. All this, <laughs> says, the reason I came back to you is, is because I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Oh, we could have been. I'm like, what is this? What is this? What happened here? What's going on? Yeah. Is this is this it? Is this it? I mean, I haven't watched Walking Dead for a long time, but I remember specifically the acting were superb because in this world, you everybody is full of dread and despair. You know what I mean? Death is around every corner. It seems like everybody's walking off ulcers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Everybody's butt cheek is all clenched up. Correct. That's the kind of you know what I mean. Everybody should be just. Bad acting. And I'm playing the director for that because the director is the one who has to tell them the tone that they're supposed to set. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it, so, yeah. No, no, anyway. it's true. It's true because it's like even even though even though that particular scene ended pretty spectacularly, you know, the, yeah. the elevator opens yeah, yeah. up and then the next thing mm-hmm. you know, oh, her, her head is snapped. You know, yeah. You know, kind of thing. The extra bone sticking out of the neck, uh, sticking out of the skin is a nice touch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but but you know, there are the gore and violence, you know, it's, it's, it's perfectly fine for a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the the beginning part where you see like like naked boobies, zombies, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. seems a little <laughs> little exploitative, but whatever. Thank you, you know. Thank, um, you. Thank I, you. I I do awesome. appreciate the fact that, that that Richard Cheese is once again has a song out. You know, he the little mm-hmm. Viva Las Vegas by Richard Cheese. Oh, okay, that was Richard Cheese, and I, I oh. didn't know that he actually has done multiple Zack Snyder movies. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So I, I so that's that's one thing. Um, I, I I do I do like the the, the European guy, the safe guy. I, I think yeah, he's, he's the most he's interesting fine. character because he's like the most he had the most dynamic arc. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like an, yeah, an, some sort of personality. Yeah, an amateur into somebody who yeah gets gets into the whole zombie killing thing, and then mm-hmm. suddenly, like you know, once you get to the safe, yeah. it's the king of the world essentially. Yeah, right. So my whole thing is uh, that character by himself is fine, it's good, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is like when he when they pair him up with the excuse me again for saying the black guy, but like yeah, <laughs> why is he why is he being a dick to the, the guy? You know what I mean? He's obviously not a military guy. He's obviously there for a safe practice. Just you know what I mean? Be cool. You know what I mean? It's like, how, where are you going to find a, a guy with army zombie killing experience that's also a safe cracker? You know what I mean? Like, right. relax, man. You don't have to be a dick to him just to be a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's one of those cases where he thought that, that oh, he's going to be a liability because he's such an amateur kind of thing. Yeah. So he, well, he, 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 he looked down on him. The thing is, you're there for the money, Matt, and then you, the only way you get to the money is through that guy. But no, also, but but obvi- obviously, the whole the whole scheme that Snyder had with those two characters was that oh, they hate each other at first, or he yeah, hates yeah. him at first, and then mm-hmm. at the end, he's going to be he's going to be really appreciative of who he is. Yeah, and the also oh, yeah. the other vibe I got was like, oh, you expect this black guy to die at the end of this sci-fi, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That whole trope, but you know, he gets he gets saved at the end and stuff like that. Well, that's the other vibe. Saved I got. in quotes because he's gonna be he's gonna be well, a zombie again. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other thing. Yeah, so well, that's well, a, that's a whole other thing. So 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 Zack Snyder put a whole like mythology to the way these zombies work compared to other zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, zombies can give birth here. There are yeah. alpha zombies and there are dumb zombies. There are mm-hmm. zombie animals, which is kind of yeah. neat, but whatever. Um, but at the same time, Vanderhoek got 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 bitten. He doesn't. First off, he doesn't check himself to make sure he's bitten. And then he, and then suddenly he realized, oh, he's bitten. But yeah, I thought I thought it was established in the movie that if you get bit, you're, you're changing in minutes. Yeah, that's the thing. He it's still playing fast and loose with the mythology and the, or the uh, you know what I mean the the world that they set up. You know what I mean? Correct. I, I don't get that at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also the other thing that stuck out about that scene was like, hey, what happens when you uh, when you make a movie in the you know Marvel Studios world, but you put it on Netflix so there can't be an end credit. You know what I mean? Because the Netflix movie, you, you get skipped to the end, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll skip the credits and you go to the next thing. So what do you do? You just put the end. Because that's an end credit scene. When no, he comes but, out but, of the... But, but Snyder doesn't do end credits, though. But that's an end credit, man. That's, that's a total He does credit. epilogues, as they call it. Yeah. He does epilogues, not end credits. No, no that's that to me. That pacing, that setup, that's an that's a end credit. It should be an end credit, the movie, but, but he doesn't do end credits. He does epilogues. Yeah. Yeah, things change, man. But I, I just think that's a, that's supposed. If it was, if that was made by another studio, that's an end credit scene because that's a thing where you you go, what happened to that guy in the safe and stuff like that? They mm-hmm. come, credits and then you come back to it. Anyway, I that's uh, fine. Oh, also I got two more examples. There's just like bad writing and stuff like that. Okay. So that one character that the Japanese guy, that mole character and stuff like that, they mentioned. You know, you find out that he's. I mean, this is this is a whole thing where uh, what you just because. They mentioned that this guy's a traitor. It's kind of like a meta moment, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because just like aliens, just like these other examples, there's always a moral character that, that betrays them. And just because you mention it or you, you you talk about it, doesn't make it interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Phil Lord, Lord and Miller, when they do meta stuff, when they men- when they mention genre stuff, tropes and stuff like that, they do something interesting with it, and they don't do anything interesting with this character. You know what I mean? Because the one character mentions that, oh, you're gonna betray us. I'm gonna keep my eye on you. And then she comes back, and you, I thought when she came back from almost being killed, I thought she was gonna, you know, confront the guy. I thought there'd be consequences and stuff like that, you know. What I mean? it, but there's no payoff. That's my issue with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he betrays them. He betrays her, and you as the audience know that. But there's no payoff to it. There's, yeah. You know that's that just 
just bad writing. You know what I mean? He, so. even, they even added like this whole thing with him where he's flirting with all the girls. Like, right. was that even necessary? Like, what did what did that lead to? Nothing. Yeah. He, at the end of the day, he just gets get his head chomped by uh by a uh, by the tiger. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know, and I don't understand why. To me, if like I said, the premise of the whole thing is shaky because. The Japanese guy could just literally went to each of these characters, and once he got the team together, he could literally says, "You know what? I'm I need a I need a zombie. You know what I mean? Here's five million dollars to each of you that brings back a zombie. Never mind the whole two hundred fifty million dollar thing. You know what I mean? Like, who in that in that cast of characters would have said no to that? It's just like it's just bad writing. The only logic I can think of is that he needs a, a full crew that can that can do the job to get in there. And mm-hmm. then allow his right hand man to get the zombie head. <laughs> However, he, in the idea that maybe the crew wouldn't agree with the idea of getting a zombie out of the quarantine zone, right? But he can but, hire anybody and pay them to agree to this. That's what, that's so what, what the these heck? Are, these, are, these are sketchy people, right? These are low life. They're willing to go into uh, a zombie filled uh, uh, town. I think they're, I don't think their standards and morals are very high. It just doesn't, like I said, it just when we started this podcast, we said uh, a producer or a strong studio would have had notes for this script. Mm-hmm. These are to me; these will be the notes. You know, what I mean? if I was Kevin <laughs> yeah. Feige and somebody brought me the script, this is what the th- this is. A, I imagine these are the things that he would have said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Well, I mean, this, he's this hoping just... that the TV show will just be better done because <laughs> I, I doubt I doubt he's going to have that that much hands on on it because yeah, he's probably going to hire somebody to do the TV show for him. But yeah. yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that'll be better. But yeah, this <sighs> movie is uh, now, now. Now that we're talking about it, I'm I'm definitely leaning more towards a B minus now. <laughs> even, <laughs> even though I did enjoy a bunch of stuff about it, and but they're all superficial, like visual stuff, Digno yeah. Terror, you know, and all that stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, and my my but my biggest gripe though is that I really wish it was an actual heist movie that happens to have zombies in it. The yeah. heist part was boring. There was yeah. nothing in the heist to really. Heist it up. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, once they got... These are the things that, that they did. They triggered some booby traps that were kind of out from... That, that were kind of old-timey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Buzzsaw, smashing doors, darts and some of that. And the guy literally just held his ear to the safe. And then he turned. Yeah. I think he did some math equations on, on, the, on the safe, mm-hmm. I guess. And then, yeah, it just... Yeah, yeah it's like... Like, make it an actual heist. I mean, it seemed like they just walked there to the safe, and then there we go. I mean, really, yeah. really, yeah, yeah. At least I make it the heist, and then and then the zombie part itself is just you know it's fine, but it was nothing yeah. extraordinary. It, it really yeah. was like a mishmash of of like different genres that isn't written very well in terms of like actually mashing them together. Yeah, and it feel and it just feels like. They were gonna do a, another. I thought they would do another flashback to to show. Uh, uh, how the the origin of that one of the of the alpha zombie? You know what I mean? Like how he got right, into that container? Right, Did he right. start as a human? Is it actually an alien? Stuff like that? You know what I mean? I thought they would get into that more. You know what I mean? At least show us something. Like how did we get here and stuff? Like why did he choose that that female? And what would have happened if, they, if that thing gave birth and stuff like that? They'll, probably, gonna... they'll, they'll pre- presumably be explained in the TV show, I guess. I guess I I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's just like it's just very it's just overall I just find it very very lacking. Like yeah, 
first off, he needs he needs to get a better editor, and not himself, because his movies are way too long, and this proves that it's way too long for the yeah. plot and content that is shown to us. Yeah, it could be like it's a just... solid hour and forty five minutes, probably. Yeah, get in, get out, and also another. This is I told my nephew this after we walked out when when they first walked into Vegas through the containers and stuff. They left the door open. Don't be rude, man. Just close the door, man. Just close the door. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I understand that the, they're going to bomb the place like in, in 24 hours, but that's plenty of time for zombies to get out, wander the desert. You, you don't know if that they'll, they'll, st- they'll still be in that blast radius. You know, close the door behind you. That's rude. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's yeah. check if you're nearby a nuclear bomb. I mean, yeah. you're going to get radiation and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the I, daughter, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen to her, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that. Uh, again, I hate, I hate saying, oh, it's the black guy. But I don't think the black guy can just walk out of that uh, that uh, safe or, you know what I mean, after mm. so soon after the bomb goes off. I don't think it works like hey, that. Hey, if Indiana you know Jones can survive with the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a, a blast will clear out that casino in a way where now he has access, now he's access to the floor, that you know the the ground level you know what i mean yeah. i just don't i don't see how that happens plus which like, one is wh- it is it a nuclear bomb or is it some other bomb because a nuclear bomb the, the result wouldn't be like this it'll be a lot more pancaked yeah you know? i don't think it's a nuclear bomb i think it's probably closer to what what was like a maybe atomic bomb or hydrogen bomb i don't think there's any radiation i don't think they would do that to to mm. to, to vegas or and stuff it's like too that. complicated i guess whatever yeah and also did the person the the, the lady that he she rescued at the end did she she didn't you didn't see see if she lived or died right after going through all no, that, she's dead. She, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. There, I mean, if if she's alive, then that's really dumb writing. Because the yeah. least you can do is show us. By the way, everything she did to to save her, she saved her. <laughs> you know, come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> also, randomly, so there was like three people that went in there to get some money, right? Yeah, right. Yes. We saw one of them die, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one died in the helicopter at the end. And then the third one was dragged out by. That uh, alpha zombie. Oh, Did you really see yeah. her? No, no, she was. Uh, she's dead. There, she either became a zombie or she's dead. But why did he drag her out in that scene? To kill her or to turn into a zombie? Because she yeah, was. Yeah, but that's, 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 that's an extra bit that doesn't get doesn't get paid off. Because if I remember correctly, he goes in there to probably turn the three of them or something like that. Mm. But then she, he hears the scream of the alpha female. He right. gets super mad, and then he drags that one out. But there's no payoff to that. You know what I mean? I mean, presumably he kills her. I mean, I think that's all we really need. To of all the things they left in, they could have just left, left, left that part in. You know what I mean? Like, hey, hey Zach, what happened to this girl that he, he, she drag, he drags out? Should we show something about that? Because the next mean, time you see her, he's on a horse, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, like, yeah. It was almost like immediately too. So, yeah, sure. I don't get what's going on. And also, I, I thought the punctuation to that scene of of him hearing his wife scream and stuff like that would be him jumping out the window. You know what I mean? And I landing thought so like, too. Yeah, I thought yeah, so right. Too. <laughs> like, hey, Zach, uh, we don't have the budget for this. What? <laughs> but that's the natural conclusion to that scene. That's a button to that scene. He's gonna jump out the window and try to rescue his wife. Now yeah. we don't have the budget, man. Because he's yeah. just that good, right? He does the yeah. alpha zombie just jumps right yeah. off. That's why he has a cape yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's why I thought. And, and, but you know what we do have the budget for, Zach, is this helmet. He gets to wear a helmet, <laughs> so, he, so he can't shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah, you can shoot him in other parts of his body. Why do you yeah. keep shooting him in the freaking head? <laughs> Seriously, and and can we get a payoff to the buzzsaw thing? There was really no payoff to the buzzsaw thing. I oh, mean, that's right, huh? I mean, come on. He they build it up, build it up. Oh yeah, he has his buzzsaw thing. You yeah. see him kill somebody in the montage sequence. You're gonna yeah. see him do it again. 
You would think the German guy, if in a better movie, the, the German guy would rescue the guy using the buzzsaw. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not so much that uh, he saves the, the I keep saying the black guy, the black guy. It's just that he saves him using the buzzsaw, the thing that he that's that's his weapon and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that would that would have been poetic justice and whatnot, right? Yeah. But no, no. Oh, and also, this movie at the end of this movie, they has one of our favorite movie cliches ever, right? Do you see? Do you notice it? Oh, which one is that? It's the one where the guy again, the, again, the black guy. He he <laughs> he gets in the car. Oh, uh, oh that's right. The keys in the freaking. <laughs> yeah, I sort of do like, oh well, what a, what a coincidence again. Yeah, of course, <laughs> happens it all happens happens in real life all the time. I've been driving for like twenty five goddamn years. I I do that all the time. I always leave my uh, my keys in the in the in the visor area. Advisor. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, what's going on here? Yeah, uh, yeah. If it was a better movie, these things would have been addressed. But these are the notes. So uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. All right. I, was know, I, else? I I I know we've been really down on the movie, but but like I said, I enjoyed it a little bit more in the very visual and just you know just the cheap kind of way yeah. of enjoying it. But I'm yeah, you, watch it. Like it's fine. I guess it's only two bucks uh, if you average out the uh, what you pay a month. Yeah. So okay. All right. There you go. That's uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, I guess we're looking forward to the TV show. Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, it's this... actually you know I, I did a little Wikipedia reading. It's two things, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually one is a movie called uh, Army of the Thieves, which is a prequel with the German guy. You know what I mean? That's gonna be live action. The German uh, safe cracker, and then the TV show. I think it's a series, not a movie, but it's like a series that's a that that just that just takes place in that um, that initial invasion of uh, Vegas and stuff like that. That's gonna be animated. Oh, okay, yeah. Jeez, man, so, that's a lot yeah. of stuff for for this movie to get to, to get all these spinoffs. But yeah. all right, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five by Five. You can find me on uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Twitter J I A M I N G L I O U. Music has been provided by the White Access. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whatworswhy.com, as well as the show notes. Before we go, let me give you guys a recommendation. I'm piggybacking from uh, from a couple episodes ago when we reviewed Invincible, but I finally finished Invincible, the whole uh, 148, 44. You finished the whole thing? Ish, I finished Holy the whole cow. thing. Uh, well worth it. The, the ending was a good payoff. It had its own epilogue in the ending, and I think that's a much better epilogue than, than, than Army of the Dead. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating read, and, and mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil the, the comic book because you guys should just read the comic book, um, watch the TV show, read the comic book. But... The, the, what I like about Invincible was it does take chances in terms of like the plot developments. It it takes controversial decisions with its characters that usually you don't see with with traditional superhero kind of books, and it's a serialized storytelling, which is what a lot of people are 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 fans of with with Japanese manga, you know. So it it it's not like your typical superhero story, but it is a superhero story, but it's done really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Kudos to Robert Kirkman. He did a really good job with uh, Invincible. Really yeah. made this universe of these characters and mm-hmm. fantastic stuff. So you can see how this uh, the cartoon, if they do it right, they, they could go on literally for like a decade. They could. It goes a lot of different directions. And, stuff like yeah. that. and that payoff at the end is pretty, it's surprisingly moving and surprisingly connects with the beginning of what, actually what we saw in season one. Stuff like that. It's yeah. really good. And also still controversial. I mean, there, 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 are, there are decisions in this, in this story that 
I don't yeah. agree with. You know, like like yeah. the character characters made decisions that I just don't agree with. And then there are some characters who who go yeah. in certain directions. We're like, well, I can see that coming, but but yeah. but a, a, a typical uh, comic book wouldn't go that way. You know, it's yeah. the kind of thing. Yeah. Minor spoilers for the comic books, but you find yourself as you're reading the comic book, the, the back half of it, you find yourself yelling at a dinosaur. You're just like you're arguing with a dinosaur for some reason. You know what I mean? It's like, what's going on here? Is this my life right now? Yeah. yeah. See those kind of things. Stuff. Those those kind of things that I think are fascinating to talk about. Uh, and yeah, I I don't completely agree with the direction, and it seems a little nihilistic in some cases. But but yeah, it's very it's a very entertaining book, very fascinating, and. Yeah. Uh, very, very solid. Yeah, Invisible Comic Book, uh, you can buy, I think there are three compendiums, three volume compendiums. They're the trade paperbacks, and of course, there's always the digital stuff. So, yeah, check it out. Check it out. All right. Uh, this was Spoilers Please number 254, as well as the episode 441 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. 